On today's news episode, we discuss the changes coming to Caribbean Beach Resort, the newest update to the My Disney Experience app, and a new quick service dining package during Food and Wine Festival. All of these stories and much more on episode 119 of the Capture the Magic podcast. You can catch new episodes on this podcast channel every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can find us on ctmpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter and can win a free t-shirt. Or just text ctmpodcast to 44222 to sign up as well. Don't forget to follow us on social media and catch us on our YouTube channel. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. They specialize in Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning, and they can help you save time, money, and take care of all the bookings for those must-do experiences for your trip. And there's no charge to you for using their services, and if you head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic to request a free quote and be sure to type in the promo code CTMP, you will receive a free gift with your vacation. And they're also currently looking for travel agents with experience and those with a passion for Disney in becoming a travel agent. So again, you can head on over to CaptionMagicVacations.com backslash magic and complete a join our team request. And on over there to all your booking needs. So hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared, and I am joined by my lovely wife, Jamie. Uh, Jamie. Jamie is a little bit under the weather. So Jamie, how are you doing right now? I'm okay. I, I'm rocking a bit of a cold, uh, so I had Jared host the show today, so I could just talk the least about I could talk, <laughs> I guess. Um, Jamie normally sh- hosts the news yeah. show, so I'm going to be hosting and reading the news, and then Jamie's going to interject when she feels... Pretty much. When she needs to. Or Pretty wants much. To. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, you do sound like a lounge singer, though. Thank you. I got my sexy phlegm, like Phoebe <laughs> and friends. Phoebe? What? Sticky shoes. Oh, watch yeah. See, I've only seen Friends because you watch it and it's mm-hmm. on the background, so I pick up enough to mm-hmm. know what people are talking about, but I mm-hmm. can't recall like the exact episode. Yep, it's a classic. It's Sexy a- phlegm. All right. It's a, it's a decent show. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, at, at Magic Kingdom, uh, and not in Friends news, but in Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. news, which is what we're talking about today, uh, the decorations are up for fall. Very exciting. In August, but I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. It's always weird to me. It's August 15th as of right now. August 16th when you're listening to this. And uh, fall decorations, I mean, fall still, when is it officially fall? Like September 22nd or 3rd, somewhere yeah. around there. So we're, we're a good month, almost a month and a half out, but still, it's okay. Yeah. I enjoy the fall decorations, so I'm all for it. I do too. It just doesn't, it's just too hot to actually like <laughs> embrace it, I guess. Is that, does that make sense? Well, yeah, it's a weird thing. Like last year, when we went to the Halloween party, it looks fall. Like if you looked at pictures, you're like, oh, it looks beautiful, except it's 96 degrees <laughs> and you're sweating profusely, but it's still cool to see. It's just a weird thing with like visually versus like the environment you're in just doesn't really match up that much, but it's still, it's better than no fall decorations. Yeah. And I like the the pumpkins and the leaves. It's just, it's gorgeous. I wish they would kind of spread it out to all over the park but it's mostly centered main street and the hub mostly yeah i wonder if i'm sure they've thought of it i know we've talked about that before maybe just it's just too difficult it's a lot of work it, you know? yeah it's a lot of work but i mean the hub i would appreciate it i would appreciate it as well the, the hub still looks beautiful when they do it so yes 
But uh, all right. Well, before we get into the news today, we do want to mention. Uh, be sure to check out one of our other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We've got Diz Dudes, which is every Wednesday, and that's me, myself, Jared, and Jeremy from Main Street Magic. And on this week's episode, we had one. I guess it could be a little controversial. It's basically defending the use of IPs in the parks and how they make sense from a business standpoint and actually how they kind of are better for get the guests as well, in our opinion. So be sure to check that out and let us know if you agree or disagree. And also be sure to check out Main Street Magic as they have new shows every Tuesday and Friday. And Tuesday's show was a food review about some of the snacks and things they tried recently, like the Peter Pan float, which I really want to try. Me too, really good. me too. And Jeremy rants about pickles, which I do agree with. Oh, man. Doesn't like pickles. He hates them as much. Yeah. I think he hates pickles like I hate bears. But oh, I will say... that's strong. Well, but bears are a much more dire threat. Pickles are just pickles, but he feels strongly about it. We'll put it that way. So <laughs> Okay. And also, uh, we just want to remind everybody, be sure to check out the Facebook group, Captured Magic Community. Uh, it's growing and it's fun and there's... All kinds of cool stuff going on. If you've got questions about your trip or anything, it's a great place. It's a sounding board. Half the time, before you know, we even get in there to answer any questions, there's already been 15 answers, and uh, it, it's a fun group. Lots of gifts, and uh, <laughs> we've got a meetup going on for our September trip. We're planning in there, so if you're going to be maybe at Disney around the, the week of the 15th or the 16th around there, then go in there and, and- maybe do the meetup. Yeah, and I do want to say a lot of people were bummed that they couldn't attend this meetup. This was kind of just a, a thrown together afterthought kind of thing. We didn't go into a planning like that we we're going to do this. So, in the future, if we do like a big meetup in the future, we will give people plenty of time to we'll, be able to plan for it. Yeah, we'll give you more heads up. This yeah, one will definitely yeah, yeah. kind of Jeremy and I, and I think you and I talked about it, and, and we had some yeah. people asking, so it was just kind of spur of the moment. But yeah, we'll do one of the ones where they're way for more in advance, so yeah, not to spring it on you guys. Yeah, for sure. And also, uh, be sure to if you haven't yet to subscribe to the podcast. We've been growing like crazy. We really appreciate it. Downloads and everything have been awesome. Uh, the subscriptions help us to kind of move up those charts. So if you haven't done so, we ask you to please do so. Leave us a review and let you know. Let us know what you think. Hopefully, it's good. But um, yeah. So, all right, we'll get into the news. This is normally where you'd kick it to me, and I'll kick it to myself. <laughs> then you, you will interject. You can give your, uh, we'll call this like the, uh, it's like Dear Abby, except for it's just opinions on Disney news. Oh, okay. I don't think, is that what Dear Abby's even about? I don't even know. No, it, that's an like, advice column. Oh. Like, you write to Dear Abby, like, Dear Abby, I have a problem with so-and-so. What should I do? Who does Abby think she is to answer these <laughs> questions? Is what I want to know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyways, our first story we've got here is a bounce about a bounced. I just made up a new word. A bounced <laughs> about uh, some new or I guess different type of Wi-Fi. So they just announced that there's enhanced Wi-Fi service being rolled out all across the Walt Disney World resorts. Uh, it's being first rolled out to Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter. And the new service is live now and can be accessed via the WDW Resorts Guest SSID name. That's just what you'll see if you, I mean, on your phone or your computer. That's the name of the thing you would. You would the uh, the Wi Fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, enhanced Wi Fi is available in both public spaces around the resort and in guest rooms. Disney introduced the Wi Fi in its resort hotels back in 2011, and it's been a central service for guests needing to use the My Disney Experience apps to plan and manage their vacations. 2011 that's really only i I thought it was away before that 
I, I'm trying to think. Wow, my, my brain. Yeah, my brain I know when Wi-Fi first came out, it was always one of those things where it was not when it first came out. When hotels first started having it, they were they would always charge for it, right? And then it became more of like just a thing of like it was part of it. So I don't know in the timeline where Disney did this or anything. I just it's like the 2007s to 2012s all blend in together. I don't know why, <laughs> like in my mind. But uh, yeah. this is good because I mean, if you've ever stayed at a Disney Resort. Wi-Fi can be pretty slow. and Well, it depends. It depends. There are certain places in the like in the Disney World Resort that it can be like dead spots, which is annoying. Um, but with this service, you know, it'll be much better, hopefully. People can actually like use their phones. Hopefully. And one of the reasons it gets a little slow at times is a lot of these Wi-Fi's, it, it depends on how many people are on at once. So the more people that are on it, and you can imagine at a Disney hotel... It's going to slow down speeds and stuff like that. So they haven't really said what the details are, but hopefully it is quicker and uh, just a better experience because everything's moving toward, I mean, they're making the My Disney Experience app the hub of everything you do on your trip. So having quick Wi-Fi speeds for you to be able to use it is going to be pretty essential, you know, going forward. Yeah. And I, I do want to ask a question. This is kind of a dumb question. Okay. There are no dumb questions. <laughs> okay. The the term Wi-Fi. Why the W-I means wireless, right? Yes. What does F-I mean? <sighs> okay. Wh- I think the Y actually stands... Uh, let me look it up real quick. Okay, I'm looking it up. Okay. Wi-Fi is short for wireless fidelity. What does that mean? Oh, excuse me. It says a common misconception is that it is defined uh, it's for wireless fidelity. It says, however, this is not the case. Wi-Fi is simply a trademarked phrase that means IEEE 802.11x. So okay. apparently it's just a trademark term. doesn't really mean anything. Is that true? That's crazy. That's what it says here. Well, I'm I, not going to go. I'm sorry I asked. No, <laughs> I, it's, it's, I like things like that. I actually never thought about it. But yeah. So it like, has no meaning. Great. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> just going to keep calling it Wi-Fi. I'm, I'm going to start calling it W or I-E-U-U-X, whatever <laughs> I wonder said. why they called it Wi-Fi. <clears throat> yeah. Or you could just call it, I'm not paying for the Wi-Fi, as in Nick says on New Girl. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah. All right. Enough on Wi-Fi. All right, uh, next story we have here is about Marvel Studios, and they have just announced that they're doing a 10th anniversary film festival. And this is from D23. It says, I didn't write that, or we didn't write this. I'm just reading it from D23. So it says, for the past 10 years, superhero fans have gathered at theaters to watch some of their favorite characters fight for justice on the big screen. It's been an amazing time to be a comics fan. We've watched our favorite moments jump from the page to the silver screen creating blockbuster moments, gathering fans, sometimes in full costume, to assemble in celebration of Marvel's amazing super stories. Now you can experience a movie marathon like no other to celebrate the Marvel Studios' 10th anniversary. Select IMAX screens across the U.S. and Canada will show a decade of Marvel Studios films from Iron Man to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, okay, from the first to the latest. Uh, The Marvel Studios 10th Anniversary Film Festival takes place from August 30th through September 6th and will show all 20 films exclusively in IMAX. Three of these films, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, and Captain America, The First Avenger, have not ever been seen in this format. 
The first five days will show all 20 films in release order, followed by two themed days focusing on origins and team-ups. And the festival will in- conclude on the morning of September 6th with two films chosen speci- especially by fans. So, yeah, you can do that. That's a lot of time. Isn't, didn't I mention something about wanting to do this? Like wanting just to watch all the movies, like beginning to end? I think I talked about this yeah, not too long ago. but I, I think it makes a little bit more sense just on your own time. But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It, it is fun to do that i mean i have i don't Obviously think i've done it, from it beginning end, but i'm sure this is not free especially in the imax it doesn't say yeah. how much it didn't say i'm aware of imax is like we've got one here so i'm assuming they'll do it there but it literally is wow so on uh, thursday friday saturday sunday monday tuesday it's a full like week commitment it's like 28 movies or it's something like matinee late afternoon wow. prime and then evening so if you've got a week to burn uh yeah you can do this I mean, it's a very cool idea. I, to me, yeah. I would much rather just do it in a comfort of my own home. Sure. But I, I think this is kind of fun that they're doing this. People are going to dress up. You know it. I wonder how dress popular... Dress Potter. <laughs> yeah. I just wonder how popular it will be given that it's going to be a full week. Like, I just don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are some people, but that's a big time commitment. You remember uh, Twilight movies? I do. So there were five in total. And my sister and I, whenever the fourth one came out, went to a marathon where they played the first one, then the second one, then the third one, and then the fourth one, back to back. We watched all Twilight for like nine, ten hours into like four in the morning. It was it was really fun at the time. I look back now, I'm like, wow, why did I do that? But that was only like one day. That was one day. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it was one night. It started at like these 7 are, or 7 p.m. 20 movies. I know. And yeah. I would argue those were mostly teenage girls and you guys. All teenage girls. <laughs> Just got, dripping with teenage they, girls. They tend to have a little bit more time on their hands. <laughs> yes. Seems, but yes. Yeah. But no, that's really cool. We'll see. I, I'll be curious to see how popular it is. But yeah. Yeah. That is. Okay. Anything else you want to add? You want to do Twilight, no. Twilight Insights? No, I'm about? good. I, I don't want to talk about Twilight. About Bella and her... Ugh. inability to act or the yeah. actress no thank you i'm good <laughs> all right all right uh next story is new caribbean beach resort table service restaurant has been announced and it's called sebastian's bistro they've got concept art of what this will look like it kind of looks like a beach like a just like a beachside restaurant mm-hmm. kind of looks kind of cool mm-hmm. um let's see here it says when the reimagining of Old Port Royale is complete later this year at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, a new table service restaurant will open uh, in a new location on the waterfront. Uh, Sebastian's Bistro, and this is Sebastian from Little Mermaid, by the way, because yes. he's on the front. I was wondering yes. when I saw the name, but yeah, this is literally Sebastian's Bistro. Uh, it will offer a menu that blends Latin and Caribbean flavors. The interior will reflect a tropical beachfront home from coral patterns and kelp filigree never seen that never seen that word before uh to lure inspired art and nautical designs it says the sebastian's bistro will replace former shutters restaurant at the resort's table service offering um this kind of plays into the episode you just did on Diz dudes where it's another original restaurant being replaced by an ip yeah sebastian i'm not really bothered by this though because shutters wasn't that great if i remember I never heard anything really good about it. It was kind of one of those where I never heard anything awful, but I never heard anything good. 
Yeah. So those kind of tend to have like a long and slow death over yeah. time. They just yeah, they do. eventually <laughs> be replaced. But Yeah. Does it say, does it give a timeline? It doesn't, does it? It just said later this year. Okay. So it didn't say. I'm excited to stay at Caribbean Beach when it's done. Oh, I, I think, think be great. Caribbean Beach will be a, it'll be a really nice resort when that's all done. I think I, I'd be interested to see if they keep it in the moderate range or they're going to bring, I mean, I think part of that's going to be moderate and part of it's going to be more DVC deluxe pricing. Well, you should look at the next story because there's more details about what it'll look like. Well, I'll just do that then. I think you should just do that then, sir. I, uh, this, did you this just call is, me sir? I did. I called you sir. Oh, wow. This just came out today. Um, well, Wednesday for you guys, but today for us. So. Okay, it's new concept art for the upcoming Center Town Market at said Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And it's got a new logo and everything. So it says Center Town Market is the name of the new quick service dining offering at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Uh, opening alongside the resort's renovations later this year, Center Town Market will continue the indoor street market vibe of its predecessor. According to Disney's announcement, you'll enter the space under a large palapa-like structure. Not sure what that is, but it looks kind of like a tree. Uh, accented <laughs> with glowing colored light pendants made from glass bottles. The market will feature open shutters, wooden light posts, awnings, ornamentation, and unique seating areas. You will also have access to the grab-and-go market for specialty coffee and quick bites. And there's a little... Yeah, go back to the picture. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. It is definitely getting away from the old design for sure. Yeah, they're going more. It's like that. Um, it's a definitely a modern feel, but it's it. I mean that the complaint I have heard about the way that they're designing these is it does seem a little, um, like everything's kind of sanitized. Um, not you a, know. It, it's uh, just the look, though. I I'm not against it, but the thing is, um, I I know I know what you're saying. I see what you're saying because they said that with Coronado Springs, and now they're saying that with Caribbean Beach. Both of those hotels, the design was from the 90s? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. 90s, 2000s, whatever. And the the design is just, it's a little outdated. So I think this, while it doesn't, may not seem like it's themed well, I think it's actually going to be a very big crowd pleaser. Because the thing that's, you know, the design style that's in right now is clean, crisp lines, you know, not a lot of of um not a ton of color not a ton of um busy like busyness yeah i definitely think they're going more with the more subtle theming Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that it's not disney i mean disney can be whatever they want themselves to be right it's just not so in your face like right here's like for instance like here's a like a, a probably in the 90s they had a sebastian themed restaurant they would have literally Sebastian thrown up everywhere across everything and be little mermaid everywhere where now it's like i see him on the logo in the restaurant, I don't know if he's going to be in there. I'm right. sure he will be subtly, but it's not just so much in your face. So I get sure. it. I actually like it. I think it's more yeah. of an appeal to, you know, I think Disney as the it's masses. A, yeah, and I think as yeah. Disney's evolved, it's more it's more than just kids. They're trying to appeal to you know adults and people who don't just want you know Disney cartoons thrown up on everything. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I think I'm sure it'll look great when it's done. Oh, it's Disney. I'm sure it will. <laughs> well, um, I was going to say, too, I'm wondering how Riviera will look, too, if they're if they're going to go that clean cut. 
yeah. look to. I would think, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Because that one's supposed to be more like the French Riviera. Right. So I don't know if they're going to go. I don't know much about how that's designed, so I, I couldn't say one way or the other. Right. We'll see. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Next story here is about some quick service uh, mobile ordering. And it says, uh, first resort hotel quick service uh, now offering mobile ordering at Walt Disney World. And it says here uh, that uh, mobile order has uh, for restaurants has been a huge success in the parks. And sorry, this is from WDW News Today, not me. So it says, we love not waiting in extended lines, ordering and paying ahead of time. It really alleviates a lot of the headache from dining at locations such as Cosmic Rays or Casey's Corner. Prior to today, this function existed only at the parks and Disney Springs. But that is all about to change as Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort hopped onto the mobile order train by adding the brand new Spyglass Grill into the mix. Uh, they anticipate the service to be continued at other quick service locations pending this successful launch. Oh, for sure. I think it'll be it'll be rolled out to every quick service <clears throat> eventually. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. I And I think I remember talking about this <clears throat> months ago, but about how they're doing this really smart, rolling it out one place at a time instead of doing a full rollout everywhere, and then you're opening yourself up to being issues. So I definitely yeah. think anything that's quick service at Disney World in the next... I mean, easily before Galaxy's Edge opens. I mean, every quick service place, you're going to be able to order from your phone and just go get it. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's you know it's the one thing you can alleviate a little bit. It's like you can't really alleviate ride or lines for rides at Disney World. I mean, that's why they have fast passes, but there's still lines. You can alleviate lines a little bit with food with this type of service. So sure. that you're at least mm-hmm. taking that aspect and making it a little streamlined for people. So. Well, what's so funny, and Jared and I were talking about this earlier, is that I feel like a lot of people that go to, to Disney World still don't know that there is mobile ordering available. They, like, don't know what it is. They've never used it. It's often you'll see, like, nobody in the mobile order line picking up their food and the, the lines to actually order food, like, in person are really long. Oh, I've done it, and people look at me like, like what how dare the you? heck are you doing? Sure. And then you get your food. I've done it a couple of times. Someone will kind of as I'm leaving with the food, and they'll say, "How did you get your food?" I'll be like, "Do you have a phone?" And they're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Do mobile ordering. It'll be ready in five minutes." They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and cast members have been uh, apparently have been pushing for mobile ordering more, especially when it's really busy. Uh, for example, today or Wednesday for you guys, I guess they um, you could see signs kind of out by the attractions or if there's a really long line for a ride it'll it says plan ahead and has like a picture of uh of a dish and some silverware meaning use mobile ordering while you're in line waiting for you know pirates or space mountain or something so they're trying i guess they're trying to push that a little bit more just to alleviate those you know high meal times where there's a long line well that and ordering your food on your phone there's really no part of spending money and part of like the magic band there's no emotional like transactional thing it's just on your phone right and so i think they're trying to push that to get more people to do that because maybe they buy more food that way so the only only thing that is as a drawback from that is because is or is if you have like a um special dietary restriction or you have allergies or something some like sometimes you can't 
you can't determine that based on the menu that you see on your phone. You have to actually go in person and talk to somebody. Hey, I can't have these. Take this off. You know what I mean? So, and I that's think the only thing. that probably won't change because I don't think liability-wise, yeah. Disney wants to open themselves up to a mistake happening and then, you know, God forbid somebody has a really bad reaction to something and Disney get or be dies. Right. Yeah. So well, Absolutely. that, that would, that would also be a really bad reaction if they did die from it. But yes, <laughs> but <laughs> I think you're correct. Though. Yeah. But I think I could, so I could see, you know, maybe they end up having a line just for allergy stuff. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Well, then it would get abused. I'm sure. But probably <laughs> uh, speaking of abused, this is our next story here is probably because of this. So uh, it says breaking here is that transferring of fast pass plus is completely stripped away from Walt Disney World guests. And it says, back in April, there was an update uh, released on the Disney My Experience app that disabled the transferring of FastPass Plus entitlements between family and friends on your account. And it says, this was extremely dissatisfying for guests for multiple reasons, the biggest being a constant change of plans and unable to move FastPass Plus reservations around. Today, the actual DisneyWorld.com website updated to also remove this function because people were using the website to do this still and not we'll, we'll talk about that in a, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, with this removal park guests can no longer move fast pass plus reservations between friends and family members you can only add more people or cancel entirely and they've got a screenshot showing this uh, it says the update party function is completely gone it just says add guests cancel yeah. or modify yeah disney has implemented this as a way to prevent fraud from happening with the fast pass system Cast members are holding FastPass Plus inventory on their unused tickets and transferring these FastPasses to themselves after utilizing the standard three per day. There's even bigger issues with unauthorized tour guides that aren't Disney cast members giving tours of the park and trying to undercut park rules with numerous unused tickets and the transferring of FastPasses. So basically what this comes down to is a small few ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. Because this was something that was being abused and, you know, there was platforms out there advocating its use and eventually enough people, I mean, there's always going to be loopholes. Enough people use a loophole, it eventually is going to get shut down because then you can't have a a lot of people doing this or it's just, you know, nobody's going to be happy. Well, it becomes pointless like when everybody's doing it that it's like well if everybody's doing that doesn't work right um yeah basically um to simplify this is you know you would create so a lot of people would create like like uh fake accounts on under their my disney experience app and some people would transfer some fast passes to that account make new fast pass reservations and then once those fast passes were done they would transfer the the fast passes they made to the fake account over to themselves like on their actual account to use them later so in in theory they could have an endless amount of fast passes well this takes the ability away to do that completely um they took that ability away back in april on the app and now it's gone completely from the website so you can no longer do it at all I'm actually okay with this. I've never tried to abuse this system. <laughs> I never would have. Um, I don't think I've ever actually ever done it. No. I mean, like, uh, first of all, it's a lot of trouble, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and secondly, you know, there's, I don't know, anytime we go to Disney World, I feel like, you know, there's not a ton of, of weight and like certain um, 
attractions that I would be like, I would want to waste a fast pass on or whatever. I don't know. I just, I would never, I would never consider doing this, I guess. So. Yeah. I mean, to me, a lot of these, I, I find, I mean, I've, I've been involved in many different things that there's lots of hacks and things. And I've always found most of them, the effort to go into them is really not worth the time if you value your time to a great, a decent extent. Right. Uh, I don't know. To me, I've, I've heard of some of these and, you know, I've never done this. I don't know exactly the ins and outs of all this stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm not surprised that Disney would crack down on this. I mean, they've been, I think with everything going more toward the app and everything going more toward, you know, digitized, they are going to be able to crack down more on stuff that they feel is being um, abused, like the rider swap system. They updated that to go wireless. They're changing this. So anything, I mean, the thing is about when you do find these hacks and if they are, you know, people start telling everybody about them, they will then eventually just be shut down because if enough people do it, then it, that's when it causes the problem. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously there's always going to be something, but, you know, Disney's probably going to crack down on the major ones just with the way yeah. things are set up now. But And I do want to mention real quick uh, related to uh, my Disney experience is that the app has now included, you can shop the Disney parks now. So, like, you can just go to the app, and I think on the homepage it says shop Disney parks. So that's kind of like a, a nice function. I was just going to mention that. It's not a huge story. I just wanted to put that out there. So kind of cool, updates to the app, updates to the regular website, uh, lots of updates. <laughs> Let's just hope the app will work because uh, it Man. doesn't work half the time or their website. I know. I know. It's, I, it's I could annoying. rail on Disney IT for or their, web, their ability to build apps and websites for a while, but I won't. I'll just say yeah. that they're not that good. Yeah. And at least like now you don't have to go to a separate app. You don't have to go to a shop parks, the shop Disney parks app. Yeah. You just go to the My Disney Experience. You're there. Yeah. So. Okay. That's, That's always good. So, mm-hmm. all right. Next story here is uh, the about the bus stops at Hollywood Studios, and they some temporary bus stops have been uh, moved further back from the entrance, further than you might actually think. Uh oh. From what it says here, so <laughs> uh, guests visiting Disney's Hollywood Studios in the near future will plan on arriving at the theme park via Walt Disney World buses. Should be aware of the temporary drop-off pickup area that has just opened while the old area is under refurbishment. This new area is quite a good distance from the main entrance of the theme park, like about half a mile. Oh, my gosh. As an example, it took an experienced and fast runner 20 minutes to walk from the bus stop number one to the entrance of the park. That bus stop is the closest one to the entrance. What? Wow. This guest arrived on the bus from Disney's Pop Century Resort, which was assigned to the bus stop one and happened to notice that the deluxe resorts were assigned the highest numbers, 23, 24, 25, etc. And it says you can see, there's an image here, you can see it of, of how far away it is from the um, Tower of Terror. And it says you can see where the Skyliner Towers are located and how far away it is from the area. Oh it says you may notice what seems looks like miles of steel switchbacks that go on forever with no shade at all underneath the small green umbrellas you see periodically. Typically, these umbrellas are used by transportation cast members who are standing outside monitoring. A quote-unquote cool bus has been parked around bus stop number 19, inviting guests to step in to cool off when they need to. Oh, man. (laughs) Sounds interesting. While we says here, while we know that the new drop-off pickup area is temporary, we do not have an estimate of an end date 
So they are advising guests to bring plenty of water, sunscreen, and have your umbrellas to shade yourself. Wow. Oh my goodness. Okay, a so cool bus. Yeah. So I want to take a look at these pictures. Yeah. How many people are gonna get on that bus and then get mad because they think the bus is gonna take them and then they're gonna be like, No, this is just a cool bus. You just hang out here. Right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, if you look at the pictures, we'll um if you look at the show notes, you can link to it and see it. But uh it's a good distance wow. away. I mean it's it's definitely not a I don't I mean if it is twenty minute walk, I don't know. I would assume if you're a fast walker, maybe it's 10 or 15, but it's still a long walk. So the the person that did this, the one, number one, is the farthest away? I think so. Okay. Which would make sense because that means the deluxes and stuff are going to be closer because, you know, they're deluxe resorts. But it says number one, bus, this bus stop is the closest one to the entrance. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. I'm 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 interested in and in, in how this is going to go for us because this person said they arrived on Pop Century Resort bus and that's where we're staying yeah. in September. I mean, I would assume a minivan could get you closer. I would think. That's yep. Hopefully, yep. I would think that. I think minivans drop you off like right at the front, don't they? I, I think they're I, they're allowed to. I just don't know if this new construction is going to interfere with that though. Haven't heard anything. I don't know. We'll have to check that out and see. But this is interesting. I, yeah, we'll have to like, we'll do like a vlog on it or something. Yeah, as I trek through the parking lot to get to the park and back. Yeah. yeah. So, gosh, Hollywood Studios is a crazy yeah. place right now. So, if you're heading there, be you know at least be aware of that. Sure. Um, obviously, this is a report from a couple of people saying this, so we don't have any. Obviously, we haven't seen it, but it does seem like yeah. it is a little bit of a walk. So, yeah. Uh, next story here is some exciting news in that <laughs> uh, Walt Disney World Railroad and Tomorrowland Speedway are temporarily closing to accommodate the Tron light cycle coaster construction over at the Magic Kingdom. And says Disney obviously last summer unveiled plans for the Tron coaster uh, being added into Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. And it says this was as of uh, yesterday. No, it was a couple days ago couple they days announced ago? this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Disney is first sharing a new look at the Tron-themed billboard at Magic Kingdom Park that is now visible from Storybook Circus. And the new attraction will occupy an entirely new area next to Space Mountain behind the railroad tracks. And now, as Disney prepares to welcome Tron into the park, a few modifications will be made to nearby attractions as construction kicks into gear. It says, first, the Walt Disney World Railroad will temporarily cease motion and park at the Main Street Station starting in December of 2018, taking a break from its Grand Circle Tours of Magic Kingdom Park. During this time, guests will be able to get an up-close look at the railroad and take advantage of a one-of-a-kind opportunity, photo opportunities, similar to what uh, was done at Disneyland while Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was initially being constructed. Uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway will close for a portion of 2019 as the attraction's track is adjusted. It will reopen as the same attraction in the summer of 2019. Boo. I really hope they refurb it then. That would be the perfect time to do it if they're yeah. going to do it. Uh, Magic Kingdom's Tron attraction, which is set to debut in time for Walt Disney's 50th anniversary uh, in 2021, is based on Tron Light Cycle Power Run at Shanghai Disneyland. And this coaster-style attraction allows riders to board a train of two-wheeled light cycles for a thrilling race to the digital frontier. Tron Light Cycle Power Run debuted in Shanghai Disneyland's opening day and quickly became the highest-rated attraction at the park. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew this was going to happen. 
um, you know, given where it was going in and all that stuff like that. So, I mean, it is cool. You can get pictures with the train. Uh, We did have someone asking in the group about if this was going to affect tours that they give for the railroad stuff. Oh, yeah. And they haven't mentioned that, so we don't know. I would assume you could still get the tours because the tours go on, you know, even if the train's running. But don't you go on the train i don't know the specifics <laughs> i know some of them would take you backstage and look at stuff on the trains i don't know if certain ones will be available certain ones won't but maybe um, modified yeah so yeah. maybe i mean if you're wanting to do this on your trip that may be something you contact disney if it's going to be in around december but either way you get some pictures but i mean if you haven't yeah. seen this tron coaster go to youtube and just type in like tron coaster pov or something it's a cool it's a cool ride it looks really cool um It'll be be really neat. It'd be interesting to see what it does to Space Mountain's uh, wait times once that's in. Because I imagine Space Mountain will probably be a walk-on. Once. I want to see what it does to all the waits for the rest of the attractions, like the headliners. It'd be interesting because this would be uh-huh. the first time since Seven Dwarfs, really, that yeah. a, a kind of a headliner attraction is going to be going in at Magic Kingdom. So. Yep. It'll be interesting to see. And obviously, they're going to need stuff to absorb more people. And I'm assuming this is part of the plan. So, And Absolutely. hopefully, they will redo Tomorrowland Speedway and give it the rumored redo of sort of like a... You know, like we've talked about before, if Tomorrowland is going to be a Tron vision of the future, that they do the same thing to like Tomorrowland or the Speedway there. So Maybe. We will see. We shall see. Yes. Sounds good. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Shut the stuff down and <laughs> whatever. The most obvious, you gotta do it, you gotta do it. Well, it's true. I mean it. <laughs> you do mean it. All right, next story is uh, if you're going to be at Food and Wine this year, this is going to be interesting and uh, something we might check out. But quick service eat to the beat dining packages are now available at Food and Wine for this year. This year's concert series at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival is shaping up to be something special. With newcomers like Vertical Horizon and 98 Degrees joining the list of Walt Disney World concert veterans, musical acts aren't the only thing new for 2018, though, as Eat to the Beat will be offering a quick-service dining package for the first time ever. Available only as a day-of opportunity, guests can make their way to the Liberty Inn and purchase the counter-service option at a cost of $29.99. Food and wine attendees can get a package that includes an entree, dessert, and non-alcoholic beverage at the American Pavilion Eatery. Most importantly, though, this deal provides reserved seating at the night's Eat to the Beat concert. This package may only be purchased for that day's concert. The number of Liberty Inn quick service packages available for purchase will change daily, dependent upon the number of seats that they have not already been reserved through the festival's table service dining packages. The Liberty Inn begins offering this option at 11.30 a.m. So remember the only... It says here, the early bird gets the worm. And... Um, so yeah, I, this uh, is interesting because I think as they get more groups that people want to see, this will become something people will do much like the Candlelight Processional. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, yep. I would go watch 98 Degrees. Yeah, you said that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I would, I yeah. You got Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey. No, I think, you know, some of these, like, they get more and more bands in here, I think. I wouldn't be surprised at 1130 there's going to be a line of people on certain days for, you know, people that really like a band. Like, I know Jeremy's excited for uh, Blue October. Yeah. You know, if there's a lot of Blue October fans, I wouldn't be surprised if you've got a line to make sure that they can see it because Eat to the Beat. I mean, if there's enough people that do that, then you got to wait in line. So it's like, it's almost just like the Candlelight Processional. You may yeah. or may not get to see it, so. 
was going to say, um, <laughs> I think there's going to be a coming a time, maybe not this year, maybe not next year or the year after that, but soon these eat to the beat and candlelight processional garden rocks, all that stuff, dining packages. That's going to be the only way you can see these shows. Whereas they won't have a standby line. Or like you have to you have to pay to see these acts. Or it's just going to be if you they I could see them always offering a free option, but it's just literally going to be you'd have to wait in line for hours to do it, and so it just becomes, you know, do you pay? Or do you wait in line forever? That would be my. Well, I but. mean, like, how much is your time worth? Like, if you want to stay in the standby line, right? And for the first show, what's it like five thirty or something? Are you going to get in line at 3.30, waste two hours and stay in my line, and then may not even make it to the theater? I, like, that's just a lot of risky options right there. Totally, I totally agree. Yeah. Preachers of the choir. I'm just saying there's people that... I, I don't see them doing that, at least in the nearest future. I mean, eventually they could. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually this becomes a paid thing to come see these bands, maybe. But although they made it so much part of the food and wine, it's, you know... And the nice thing is, if it is sold out, you can still see them play... You know, when you're walking by, it's an outdoor theater. So yeah, last when we went, was it last year or was it three years ago? Whenever we went in September, we um, were just walking in down um, like right in front of America, and uh, their concert was going on, and we just walked in, and it was Wilson Phillips. Oh yeah, and we just walked in and sat down like it was nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it, the show had like just started too. It wasn't that far in. No, yeah, it that just was started. Fun. Yeah. And those are the, no, they sing. What do they sing again? Hold on. No, that's right. Someday somebody's going to yeah, make yeah. you want to turn around. Now and that song's going to be stuck in my head. Yeah. But that's the song. Yeah. <laughs> they played a bunch of other songs. And I was like, I've never heard any of these. And then they played that one at the very end. Like, of course they did. Just give yes, the, their headliner. Get the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Well, I like this. I like the fact that they're doing this. I do too. I, I think it'll roll out to more. And then there'll be no standby. I'm, st- I'm sticking to that. All it's I want to know happen. is when 98 Degrees plays I Do, is Nick Lachey going to go out into the crowd and serenade to, yeah. to women out there? What are their other hits? Ah, they had a few. I mean, when it came to boy bands, it was like, sorry, this is boy band corner here real quick. <laughs> it was sync, obviously, and Backstreet Boys. And 98 Degrees like that third tier that they had some songs that people liked that would come out with. But I let's see. They I had, don't remember. They had one. The music video was in a boxing ring. I remember that. Oh, my. I don't remember the song though. I'm sure if I heard, it, I know for if I heard it, I would know it. But yeah, they had a, they had a few, like a handful. Okay. Because I mean, he got his own show. He had his show with what's her face, Jessica Simpson. That's so. right. I mean, they were popular. Gosh, we're so old. That happened so long ago, <laughs> like 2001, 2000, something like that. Uh, it's, uh something like that. That's half my life ago. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the next. Let's go to rumors. Rumors. Yeah. I'm going to be adding a soundboard in here soon so I can have actual sound effects because I need sound effects. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, first, I've only got one rumor here. Uh, and this one is one that's been around for a little bit, but there's a little bit of an update to it. And this is that Wreck-It Ralph attraction is going to replace Stitch's Great Escape at the Magic Kingdom, which has been rumored for a while. Uh, this is, you know, nothing's happened with it yet, it seems. But... Uh, it says here in the story that Walt Disney Imagineering is once again developing a Wreck-It Ralph-based attraction to replace the seasonal Stitch's Great Escape in Tomorrowland at Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom. Uh, rumors of Wreck-It Ralph virtual reality attraction replacing the Great Escape began back in the summer of 2016, but nothing ever came of them and the project was reportedly scrapped. 
Disney CEO Bob Iger went on to state that they were they were not looking to add any VR attractions inside the theme parks and would keep them relegated to the void locations in Anaheim and Orlando. Rumors insist that an actual Wreck-It Ralph virtual reality attraction will open with the second film in the series this November at those Disney Springs and downtown Disney locations, but now a Disney-created Wreck-It Ralph attraction is being designed for Tomorrowland at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. It says, while they don't really know what this attraction will be, and they're, they're assuming it will not be VR-based, we do know it will replace Stitch's Great Escape, and it's currently a seasonal attraction that they basically will open up on really busy days to have stuff for people to do. Uh, it says, it is possible that Stitch will make the final escape to accommodate the closure of Tomorrowland Speedway in 2019, which Disney announced this week. Uh, but it says it's in early development and no actual construction will be seen for a bit. So we'll see if this is true. I I kind of hope it is because I really do like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And I think in a way it could fit. I know we've talked about Tomorrowland. It could fit in Tomorrowland if the whole theming is like an 80s version of the future because it's like an 80s based uh, video game. So yeah, I can see it fitting in that way. But I mean, honestly, they've got to do something because Stitch is it's just sitting there just gathering dust not doing <laughs> yeah. anything and while they're at it they could just get rid of monsters in laugh floor i'm i'm okay i like that one actually it's kind of entertaining and funny i i just I, once you do it once i i don't know it doesn't have any like replay value to me okay like if the cranes accidentally swung across and hit it before it started hitting stitches great escape and like ah dang it let's replace it but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I am the one we do know is coming is the Wreck-It Ralph coming to the Void. I think that is going to be really fun. Yeah, you you did the Void already. Yeah, for Star Wars. So right, and uh, the thing about the Void was it was really cool, but it was you know imitating real life a little bit, and it it still has that disconnect where this is going to be like you're inside of a video game. That could be really cool because you're not trying to emulate like real life. You're not trying to make me actually believe that I'm walking onto a spaceship. I'm just right. in a video game, so I think it could be really cool. But okay, we shall see. So that's all I've got. Okay, I uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. Are you feeling okay? Oh no, I'm alright. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, thank- I'm, I'm feeding fast. <laughs> I can feel the energy. So well, sorry. Well, thank you for you know trooping on, if okay. you will, or whatever welcome. you want to call that. So you're welcome. Um, yeah. So that's all I've got. Nothing. We got no discussion or anything. We're gonna let Jamie get some rest here. So. Um, we just want to mention we've got the uh, Doom Buggy Society shirts on pre-sale until the 20th. And those are like $21 right now. And then we'll offer those after pre-sale. We'll probably sell them through uh, close to you know Halloween. And then we they're going to be no moss. So we might bring it back next year. Then we may not. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and just be sure to join the Facebook group and all that fun stuff. So Capture Method Community, just answer a couple of questions and... You know, send in your blood vial. You might get in, maybe. Oh, Jared. Is that too much? I don't want anybody's blood. I don't know what I would do with it. I would yeah. just have it. It'd be really <laughs> weird. Like, what is all this? Like, blood vials. I'm I don't even wear know. wear it on my neck. What are you, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie? I am not. That made me think of it. <laughs> when you said blood vial, I was like, hmm. I didn't say we we're going to wear blood vials on our neck. I was just... Why know, not? That would... It was weird to them. Yeah, this got off the rails. Anyways, anyway, uh, well, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope Jamie feels better. So get to feeling better. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and as Jamie always likes to say, though, we will see you in the parks. Bye.